Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome back. 403-974-8255. So the NDP have tabled new legislation that is meant to cap electricity rates in Alberta. Now, they say this will protect customers from major price spikes and will provide four years of price stabilization. Now, of course, a lot of what the NDP have done, many fear, may lead to higher electricity prices, uh, messing around with the PPAs, uh, the phase-out of coal, etc., So the NDP are trying to reassure Albertans to say, you know what, we're going to put a limit. We're going to put a cap on electricity prices, at least what you pay. Now, the actual price may still go up. What happens then? Because taxpayers are going to be responsible. The government's saying, no problem. We'll just take that out of the carbon tax revenue. So they're taking the tax you're paying to help cap the rate on your electricity bill. Joining us for some thoughts on this approach, what it might mean, Greg Clark joins us, leader of the Alberta Party and, of course, MLA for Calgary Elbow. Greg, good afternoon. Hi, Rob. How are you? Uh, Very well. So you've got some concerns uh, about Bill 16. What stands out to you? Well, you know... The NDP have made a mess of the electricity file from the very beginning. The, the, the first mistake they made was not understanding that when they made changes to the existing carbon tax, it would trigger the, uh, the, the out clause on the electricity contracts that power producers have. Uh, and then those that uh, that buy those contracts, uh, companies like Nmax, uh, and then when those companies uh, legitimately, in my mind, returned the contracts like they were allowed to do, uh, turned around and sued them. Uh, and, and so they've settled three of those lawsuits, but NMAX, that suit is still outstanding. Uh, so right from the very beginning, they didn't understand the complexity of uh, electricity, and they've just gone about it in a piecemeal approach. They're going one little step at a time, not fully understanding the big picture as they make the changes. As a result, it's cost Alberta taxpayers, it's going to cost us already $2.2 billion to cover those losses. And I think with this new legislation, it could get worse. Is this legislation even needed? Well, uh, you know, it's a little like Ontario. So Ontario made a huge mess of their electricity uh, market. Now, they've they've made a different mess than Alberta made, uh, and so it's not exactly the same. Uh, But as a result, Ontario, of course, has also backstopped uh, their electricity uh, uh, market, and and Alberta's done the same thing. Uh, It doesn't mean that price spikes don't happen. It just means that taxpayers backstop those price spikes, and and the end consumer doesn't necessarily see that on their bill. Uh, But one way or another, Albertans are paying for the NDP's mistakes and and incompetence on the electricity file. Yeah, well, story today out of Ontario. Ontario is going to spend $45 billion to save ratepayers $24 billion on their electricity bill. So, yeah, you can save people money on their electricity bill. The money's got to come from somewhere. So where are we going to find it here? 
Well, right now, uh, the government's borrowed $2.2 billion to cover the losses from those power contracts, uh, losses which needed to be only about a quarter of that had the NDs just simply accepted back those power purchase arrangement contracts. I think they probably would have chosen to cancel a couple of them, and then the other four likely run them in the most economical way possible. Um, I think they could have... Uh, the, the Trevor Tome at the University of Calgary and Andrew Leach, who ironically did the NDP's uh, climate uh, consultation found that they could uh, do that the government had they done that would have cost 600 million now that's not nothing without uh, without question that's a substantial uh, amount of money but it's a it's about a quarter of 2.2 billion uh and and you know the the, the bill that's uh, introduced yesterday in the legislature uh allows the ndp to use the carbon tax to offset uh or to 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 stabilize electricity prices but it doesn't mean they can't also go back to the markets and borrow the money because maybe uh, the, the, the numbers get so big that the carbon tax money is all gone. Uh, so it's, it is literally a blank check. Whatever electricity prices are, whatever they sp- spike up to be, uh, that at least consumers won't see it on their bill, but Alberta taxpayers ultimately foot the bill. Right. So we're, we're saving on the bill, but paying for it another way through the carbon tax. Well, look, it's politics, right? I mean, the, the NDP want to, do not want people to see huge spikes on their electricity bills, especially as that gets closer to the next election. Uh, so they're trying to trick people. Albertans are smarter than that. They see through it, and they know that uh, ultimately the money needs to come from somewhere. I'm a little surprised, frankly, this is not a bigger scandal than it is. When you talk about borrowing an additional $2.2 billion, uh, that's a huge amount of money by any uh, stretch. And, and I guess uh, only when compared to a $10 billion annual deficit do, does that somehow seem like not a lot of money. But, you know, $2.2 billion is just an astounding amount of money. The NDP seem to have come up with a plan that's custom designed to waste the most money possible. Well, you know, it's interesting because electricity prices have been relatively low, uh, well below this cap. Now, maybe they're worried that some of their policies might drive those prices up, but prices are low. If people want fixed prices, there are fixed plans available in the market. So, again, it gets back to the question, I guess, whether we even need this legislation or if they're worried about what might be to come. Well, I think they're worried about what's coming in the future, no question. And I'm always asking uh, this government what problem it is they're trying to solve. They came at this uh, issue with a a purely ideological approach. They uh, decided they didn't like the way Alberta's deregulated uh, market worked. Uh, The deregulated market, which, by the way, led to the lowest electricity prices in the country. The market was working. Uh, the uh, generators were putting enough supply on to keep our, our prices low. And, and at, at the, the, the rare times when uh, companies would perhaps break the rules, well, they were uh, dealt with harshly. There is a, a mechanism to, uh, to, to punish them, and, and uh, it, it worked. Um, so, you know, uh, the, the coal-fired power and, and reducing carbon emissions, um, those are good goals. There's a better way of doing it than the NDP went about doing it. And it's very important when you do that kind of thing, you take your time to make sure that you get it right and that you understand all of the implications and potential costs and, and unintended consequences. And flat out, the NDP did not do their homework on this one. Right. And that's an important point you raise because I think they're trying to frame it on the coal front as either you support maintaining coal or you support their plan to phase it out as though there were there was no other way of doing it. 
there is another way of doing it, no question, and uh, that's exactly how we would have approached it. Uh, and uh, and understanding how to how to have an orderly ramp down of coal, um, you know, you, you find it really interesting that a couple of the big uh, coal producers, coal-fired power producers, Transalta and Asco, have both announced plans to accelerate the end of life of their coal uh, almost ten years before the the twenty thirty deadline. Uh, so that tells me that the uh, uh, it was absolutely possible. Uh, those producers uh, and, and, and coal generators uh, came up with very uh, simple and compelling ways of ramping down coal-fired power. What I wonder, Ron, is do the NDP actually need coal-fired power to generate carbon tax revenue to support everything else they're doing? Uh, yeah. As it stands now, the NDP are the single largest coal-fired uh, electricity producer in the province. Uh, I don't think that's what they intended, but that's what's happened. Uh, and I think they feel they need the money that's generated from uh, coal-fired power continuing on, which is completely backwards. Yeah, no kidding. Well, Greg, we'll leave it there. Appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. You bet, Rob, anytime. All right, take care. Greg Clark, uh, Alberta Party leader, MLA for Calgary Elbow, his thoughts on the mess they've made, uh, which is similar. I remember once speaking with uh, an MLA by the name of uh, Sandra Jansen. The NDP plan moves way too fast, and uh, it doesn't take into account that we need to be out there protecting Albertans. Interesting. Whatever happened there, I wonder. Um, All right, well, we'll look into that. In the meantime, uh, this is Energy Minister Marg McQuaid-Boyd saying this is going to mean four years of price stabilization. We're making changes, changes that will ensure a more reliable, more stable electricity market, and a system focused on using greener, healthier power sources. And says that any increase above the cap, no problem. We'll just use the the carbon tax money. Carbon levy funds are appropriately used for this because it supports the predictable and affordable transition to greener and healthier power sources that we laid out in our climate leadership plan. Really? I mean, is there anything this revenue can't do? It's going to send us rebates. It's going to give us new light bulbs. It's going to save us on our power bill. It is truly the most magical tax ever. And it's apparently a, just a bottomless, endless pit of revenue. Even by the government's own estimates, for every cent power prices go above the cap, that's $10 million per month. Wow. So, yeah, I think Greg Clark's right. They've made a real mess of this. Anyway, we'll talk about uh, something else they apparently are planning to make a mess of, the curriculum review, a concern being raised about some of the ideology creeping its way into the social studies curriculum. David Staples from the Edmonton Journal joins us in a few minutes. Right now, though, it is time for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.